Hello and a big warm welcome to you. My name is Marion Rose, PhD, and in today's podcast I'm going to be talking about getting free from guilt. Now I'm going to be particularly tailoring this towards mothers, but if you're not a mother, most of this will be relevant for you as well. Now guilt and mothering, I think often people think those two go together. Well, that's like that old-fashioned song, isn't it? Um, Love and marriage go together like a horse and carriage. That's kind of a little bit outdated now. I see guilt and motherhood as being outdated um, partners. So first of all, I'd love to talk a little bit about what guilt is. Guilt is basically something we internalize from our culture. And what it usually is, is a should or a shouldn't. So it might be that we are saying, I should really do this thing. I should really do this thing. If you're hearing a bit of background noise, it's started to rain here. So you can probably hear the rain. But it's also if we have done something, and when we say to ourselves, I shouldn't have done that, I shouldn't have done that. If you think to yourself right now, the words, I shouldn't have done that. Maybe repeat it a few times to yourself. How do you feel in your body? What does guilt feel like in your body? You feel a kind of shrinking, maybe constriction, maybe heaviness. The way I see it is guilt is what I call an emotional stick. So whenever we should ourselves or shouldn't ourselves, it's like we're hitting ourselves with an emotional stick. And when we experience the sensations of guilt, those particular sensations that that you perhaps felt in your body when you repeated that to yourself, those are emotional bruises. So guilt is, or guilt is, it is an emotional bruise. And I wonder if you think that you're going to have to feel guilt. I'm using the word have to again. I don't really usually like that word. But do you think that guilt is necessary? What I really love to do is to pass on the, not only the idea, but the experience that we can get free from guilt. What happens to you when you imagine that? A life free of guilt. Do you imagine freedom, joy? Maybe you also feel uncomfortable when you imagine that. Maybe you feel concerned that without guilt you perhaps would stop being caring to others. You would stop considering the needs and feelings of others. Maybe you're worried that you would give up on some of your core values to contribute to to consider others, to cooperate with others, to be aware of the needs and feelings of others. I think it's really helpful to connect in with this because it really helps to see the reasons why we keep on doing this whole guilt thing. Because what happens is not only along with the shoulds and the shouldn'ts that we internalized, usually from our parents, our teachers, our culture, friends, siblings, 
but we internalize what they told us alongside that or what we picked up alongside that because what we usually picked up alongside that was guilt is a helpful thing that without guilt we would be all of the things that we were just talking about that we would not consider others that we would go about doing doing our own thing thinking about us and our needs and feelings and not considering the needs of others so we didn't only usually internalize the shoulds and the shouldn'ts we also internalize that they were you know that we needed to have that we needed to have those we needed to feel guilt to make us loving compassionate people I wonder if that's part of what you uncovered just now How do you imagine you'd be without guilt? Do you feel concerned that you would sit on the sofa all day doing nothing but eating chocolate and reading novels? Do you feel concerned that you'd forget about your friends, your family, your child or children if you have them? What I really want to let you know is I'm offering a really different perspective on the true nature of human beings. So I call guilt an old-fashioned motivational method. It gets passed down from generation to generation to generation, from parent to child, because of an old-fashioned belief that human beings are born in inverted commas, bad, in inverted commas, selfish. I don't like any of these words, but I'm using them because that's part of that paradigm. Might even might even be the word sinful, in inverted commas, that we're born like that and we need to be coerced and forced and guilted and shamed into being compassionate, being considerate. And we've swallowed that, often we have swallowed that belief as children. We don't have any other choice as children but to imbibe and believe the beliefs that are passed down to us. Because that keeps us safe, it helps us be included. If we were to question those things as children, that might put us in really unsafe places. So we believe, ah, well, I need to feel guilty. I need to should myself and shouldn't myself. Otherwise, I'll just not care about others. And by the way, I mentioned shame. And as you're probably aware, the difference between shame and guilt. Guilt is more about what we do or don't do. There's, it's more about our behavior. Shame is more about there's something wrong with me. There's something bad about me. It's more about who we are. And I talk about that in a different podcast, by the way. So let's go back to guilt. I want to share a little bit about my experience. I used to be full of guilt. I used to live in like a prison of guilt and shame and self-judgment and comparison. And it was very, very uncomfortable. I would almost say it was excruciating. But because these are all things that we internalize, all these types of feelings that come from judgments, 
because they all come from the outside, they're not who we really are. And we can learn to have a different self-dialogue. We can learn to respond to ourselves in different ways. And that has been totally my experience. So I do not ever feel guilt anymore. I don't feel guilt. I have two children. I have pets. I have a, an elderly mother. And I do lots of stuff. And I don't ever feel guilty. And I want to say two things. That doesn't mean that I'm perfect, whatever. Again, I don't believe there is such a thing. It also doesn't mean that I don't consider the needs and feelings of others a lot. In fact, I found it to be a real paradox that actually the less I hit myself with those emotional sticks, over time I learned to do that less and less and less, and particularly with the should stick and the shouldn't stick, I learned to put that down completely. And what I realized was, so I'll give you an example, say 13, 14 years ago, if I had maybe not done something for my daughter when she was a small child, and I'd learnt later, or I'd realized later, ah, well I really, it would have been much more helpful for her if I'd done that thing. Or the opposite, if I'd done something to her, maybe I'd felt frustrated and I spoke spoken to her in a harsh tone. I would have felt guilty in those times. So I'd pick up the stick, the emotional stick, the big heavy stick, I'd hit myself with it. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have said that. And I would do all the judgment on top. I'd feel guilt, this emotional bruise of guilt. And when I was in that guilt space, I was so consumed with it, I could not be available and present for her. So actually, the guilt made it, or led me to be less present, to be less available. If she had some feelings about me speaking with a harsh tone of voice, or slightly loudly, or frustrated, when I, when I was hitting myself with those sticks, I, I couldn't really be very available to listen to her. I aim to, I try to, in inverted commas, but the emotional bruises took up a lot of my consciousness. I wonder if you've experienced that, that actually the guilt has meant you less available for connection, contribution, cooperation, consideration for others. So for that part of you that is perhaps concerned that if you let go of guilt, that you would be less caring, compassionate, considerate, all of those things, does it help to see that actually Maybe that isn't the case after all. Maybe it's the opposite. And that's exactly what I found, is the more compassionate my inner dialogue has become, it's really pretty compassionate nowadays. There's very little harshness that gets in, even if a tinsy tinsy bit, I'm, I set a loving limit with that. And there's no guilt. And what I find is my capacity for Compassion, because it's grown so much with myself, because I'm so able to have this beautiful, compassionate inner dialogue, I'm so much more available for compassion for my children, for my friends, for my family, for the people I work with, for my clients, for the mothers that I help. I have so much more compassion. 
mountains more. I'd like to share out my story because I really want to let you know it really is possible. And if you would like to do this, it really is possible to shift the guilt and to have a really different experience and to actually be available for more compassion, to be able to contribute more. Because you're still connected with your values. And in fact, that's what I found. I'm more connected with my values. Not from guilts and shoulds and have-tos and judgments and comparisons. But because I'm free of those, I'm so much more connected to my values day to day. I can feel them and I can stay connected with them in ways I couldn't when the emotional bruises took over. So there's a whole process. I really want to let you know as well, it doesn't, it's not something you can just click your fingers and overnight go from being filled with guilt to no guilt at all. It does take a little bit of time to change your inner dialogue, but it absolutely is possible. And if you want to learn more about this, I do have resources on my website, marianrose.net. I think I'll do another podcast on it on, in more details about how you can. But generally the first step is really the two that I've shared with you is one is becoming, three actually, one's becoming aware of what guilt actually is. Um, two is becoming aware of the reasons why you might be choosing to still guilt yourself. For example, that you believe that without feeling guilty you would lose your compassion. And three is starting to notice that inner dialogue because what usually happens is we start off completely identified with that. So you may not even notice the should voices. Because we've internalized them so effectively, they, we see them as part of us rather than as internalized voices, voices that started off outside of ourselves. So that can be one of the, one of the initial steps as two, and that can be really uncomfortable because when you start realizing how much you're hitting yourself with those emotional sticks, it can be quite a painful thing to do. Number four might be what I chose to do when I first started learning about nonviolent communication, MVC, which is where I really started learning about this way of thinking about guilt. That was 15 and a half years ago now. I deleted should from my vocabulary. So I stopped using should and shouldn't with myself, with my daughter. I didn't, my son wasn't born then, and with, with anyone and everyone else. It took longer than that because, you know, as I say, some of those things are internalized. Some, at the beginning, we don't even notice sometimes when we're thinking those. So it took me a bit of time to replace those with compassion instead, with compassionate ways of being. But that can be a really helpful thing to start with too. And another uh, hack I always like is, if you are a mother, is if you're... When you're in your most compassionate space with your child and they're, you're really connected with them and they're not doing something that you know is important to them or they are doing something that, that you know doesn't fit with their values, how would you respond to them? What kinds of things might you say to them? What might be the compassionate response to support them to do what's important to them and to help them stop doing things that that they that don't fit with their values 
and then use those on your on yourself. So I have lots of suggestions and strategies about exactly what kinds of things you can say. And as I say, you can find that on my website, marianrose.net, and come and listen to the, my other podcast because whenever I talk about our inner loving crew, inner loving mother, inner loving father, inner best friend and inner beloved, that's part of the new inner dialogue that we can create. But for now, I'd love to invite you to connect in with what you're going away with from listening listening <laughs> listening to this podcast today would you like to get free from guilt do you believe it's possible now what might you need to look at to see the the reasons why you might stop yourself and yeah what what's your next step so thank you so much for watching listening even <laughs> I do want to let you know, I will do one on shame because what I love to say is, for me, a few years ago, I would have said those words, the watching instead of listening and whatever the other one was that I said, and I would hit myself with the biggest emotional sticks. I would say, I've done something wrong, what will people think, blah, 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 and then I would feel shame, this absolute debilitating constriction and shrinking and emotional bruises for days on end and I do not do that to myself anymore either I'm compassionate with myself ah look I said watching instead of listening oh well there you go <laughs> that happens it's easy, easy to do things like that so I will do another one on shame if you'd like to hear that and for me I would say I'm about 98% free of shame. Shame I found harder than guilt, but it is also really possible to shift out of that. So anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm sending you so much love and compassion, and I really want to let you know if you do want to get free from guilt, it really is possible, and it's absolutely my passion to support, particularly mothers, but women, all people, to get free from guilt because I really do think we would live in a very different world without guilt. So much more compassion available. Lots of love. See you next time.